It's part time. Ooh, it's party time. Having the party. <laughs> Welcome back to Thoughts by the VDR podcast. It's Friday. So, you know what that means? Another great episode of Growing Up the VDI. Well, I tell you stories from my childhood, my early adulthood. Who knows where we're going to stop? But this time, I got a good one for you. Party time. We on some house party stuff, this vibe right here. Huh. So, let me paint the scenery. Can I get some flashback music? No, 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 no. All right, so I'm in high school. Now, at this point, my mother is working for Levi Strauss Company. She does um, sewing, I guess. I don't really know. But she works for Levi Strauss, the jeans company, you know, the Levi's. She works for the Levi's. And she is the vice president of the Levi's Union. So, she would spend a lot of time out of town at these different events and bargaining events and whatever for the union. So, this would lead to young DeVille D.I. being home alone because my sister, she was already grown. She was out of the house. She had her own place. So, when my mother would go out of town for these events, I would be home. All along. So this particular time, I think my mom was going to um, Mexico. No, she didn't go to Mexico. She went to D.C., Washington, D.C. for some type of union event. So DeVille's home alone. And I decide I'm on some Zach and some Slater type vibe right now. Me and my homies. I was like, bro, we should have a party. What? Hell yeah. We should have a party. Mom's out of town. We can throw this together. So we get into motion. At this time, I was had together I was putting together a rap group called the Nut House. So that was the click. Nut House was the click. Me, uh, my homeboy Chi uh JG, uh BJ, Tico. Uh it was a bunch of us, man. But either way, Nut House is the click. So we decided to throw this party. So we have this great idea. Chi Chi, he, he, he's an artist. He draws. So he draws up a flyer and he uses the planner Peanut Man as the Nut House logo. So we got this dope ass flyer. He goes and somehow he finesses the librarian to let him make copies of this flyer in the library. I take it. Um, I take the flyer and I go to like the library and it's like 10 cents a copy. I make a bunch of copies of it. We're handing the flyers out at school. We're handing the flyers out at like uh, uh, freaking track practice, football practice, anywhere we can find people. Uh, we're handing out these flyers. Boom, we're going to have this this party going. We're getting it ready. Mom's going out of town. So we get the bright idea too. Number two is we're all going to wear Winnie the Pooh boxers and Winnie the Pooh socks to the party. Why? I don't know. Whose idea was it? I don't know, but it was going to be like the click thing that was going to signify who was nuthouse and who wasn't. So people would know who was throwing the party. So boom, we got all these flyers out, word is spread, mom goes out of town. 
me and Gigi, Gigi is the co-pilot. He's the slater to my Zach. We on some Ferris Bueller's Day Off type vibe right now. So we get to the house, and uh, I can't remember who else was there helping us, but we get to the house, we take all the furniture, all the furniture from the living room, and we put it in my mom's bedroom, because, you know, I can't have mom's stuff getting banged up. I'm talking about couches, coffee tables, end tables, anything that was movable, we moved it into the um, into my mom's bedroom. So now the whole living room, dining room, because the living room, you know, this was a one-level house, you know, a, a, a small house. So the living room and the dining room are connected. There's no barrier separating the living room from the dining room. So we emptied that whole area out. So now we just got a whole freaking dance floor for the jump. And I had these big speakers, these big home entertainment system speakers. You remember back in the day? The speakers would be like two, three feet tall, just these big colossal things. I had some speakers because I was trying to do music. I wanted to do, I didn't really want to be a producer or a DJ or anything like that, but I didn't know anybody who was at the time. So that was my idea was if I'm going to do music, I'm probably going to have to do everything myself. Same way I'm doing podcasting. I'm just doing everything myself and winging it and learning as I go. But either way, I got these big ass speakers, these long cords. So I run the speakers from my bedroom into the living room. Boom. So now we got a sound system. I got the mixer hooked up. I got the CD, tape deck, everything's ready to jam. So that's in my bedroom. So all the DJ action is going to be going on in the bedroom, dance floor outside. My boy Chi-Chi, he was providing the sounds. He hit that big, you remember that big, thick CD book, the big jump. It's like the size of of, of an ancient Lord of the Rings scroll. He brings this big-ass CD book full of CDs. So now we got music on deck. Last thing we need to do, don't judge me. We're trying to get some drinks. So my man Chi-Chi was in charge of that. I don't know how he did it, and I didn't ask. But he showed up. I think he had like a bottle of gin and maybe a bottle bottle of Bacardi. Yeah, we... We full swing, about to get down out this joint. So, everything set up. Mom's out of town. We've kept it quiet. She has no idea this is about to go down. So, day of the party comes. I think somebody might even, I think somebody might even slept up and put this shit on the radio. It might have been on the radio. But day of the party, boom, we there. We got the Winnie the Pooh Jones on. I got mine on. The homies got theirs on. We read rock. People started showing up. Turnout was awesome. I got the music blasting. Then my other partner, I don't know if he won't be mentioned, but my other partner, if you listening, you know who you are. He showed up because I was kind of aggravated because I had to stay in the room and mess with them and, and, you know, make sure that the music was playing, switching out CDs and all that type of stuff. My other partner came over and he was nice with the DJing. And he was like, you know, he just kind of inserted himself into the situation and started flipping the music. So I'm cool with that. So now I'm out there. I'm mingling. I'm having a good time. The whole neighborhood showing up. Um, Dennis, I had this little jaunt, this little bad jaunt. Shows up, parks in the middle of the street, jumps out, runs across the yard, grabs me, hugs me. So now I'm looking like the man. I got the party lit. I got the whole block lit. I had already... Spoke to the neighbors. I went and told the neighbors. I planned this thing out. 
I went and I talked to the neighbors to the left of me. I talked to the neighbors to the right of me. I talked to the neighbors across the street. And I let them all know we were going to be having this party, you know. And, you know, uh, asking, you know, people to park down in front of the house. Was it okay? So on and so forth. If we make too much noise, just let us know. Everybody was cool except the neighbor to the left. This lady was weird. She used to call the police on me all the freaking time. So I knocked on her door and I was trying to explain to her. And she was like, I don't want to have nothing to do with what you got going on. I'm like, okay, lady, whatever. But either way, so block is jumped. She parks in this chick. She pulls up, parks in the middle of the street, runs across the yard, grabs me, hugs me. So now I got this badge on, you know, on my tip in the middle of my party. Party's going off. Everybody's having a great time. I'm talking about this is an awesome day. I'm like, damn, man, we really pull it off. Then some old heads. Now, when I say old heads, these cats was probably like, these cats was probably 20, uh, 20, 21, somewhere up in there. But they were old heads to me because I'm in high school. I was probably like 16, maybe 17. I might have been 17 at this time. But either way, these old heads come up, and I'm out there, and I'm talking to them in front of the yard. And they like, oh, they looking at the party. Oh, man, it's lit. But we didn't say lit back then. It was crunk. My joint was crunk. Man, oh, it's crunk. Duh, duh, duh. And one of the dudes started hating. He's like, yeah, I should start busting. I'm like, busting for what? Start busting. All these motherfuckers scrap from up out of here. I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, man, that's some real hater shit. DeVille had the boys hating, man. I'm like, damn, you really just going to bust and shoot at my party and run people off. For what reason, I have no idea. And um, it was also, uh, no, we're not going to get into that part yet. So then, everybody's showing up, all the neighbors, all the kids from school. And my ex was even there. My ex is up in the building. But ain't no hard feelings. We all up in there. I'm partying. I had one chair, this recliner, that was like the long chair in there. And, of course, that was my chair because I was the boss. And I'm sitting in the chair, and I got the badge on sitting in my lap. Everything's going smooth. Everything's going lovely. Then my homie Chi Chi, he's he decides that <laughs> he decides because he, I guess he he might have I think he might have put the most in on the drinks, or maybe he might have paid for the drinks himself. But instead of um, people, I guess people were coming for the drinks a little too heavy. So when started give, instead of giving the drinks away, he started selling the drinks. So I because our kitchen. We had like this partition that separated the dining room from the kitchen. So you could stand on the side of it. It was like a bar. So Chi Chi's posted up on the bar because we already know we can't let people make their own drinks or they're going to drink up all the stuff. So they posted, Chi Chi posted on the side of the bar and he starts, nah, I want Chi Chi. Tico. Tico was the one that started selling people drinks. So he's like, nah, we're not just going to be giving this stuff away. He's charging people, I think, like $2. A dollar for a half a cup, three dollars, I think it was like a dollar fifty for a half a cup, three dollars for a whole cup, something like that. But either way, he's charging people. So now we're making a little bit of bread from the from the party. <laughs> yeah, the villa had it going like on like that. Making a little bread from the party. And uh everything's going real smooth. So, like I say, everything's going smooth. No fights, no altercations. Now, as I said, if you've been keeping up with the stories, I grew up in South Georgia, but also to be exact, the winningest city in the nation. And one thing that we did like to do was throw hands. If you, if you go back 
into the Chronicles. You type into your search bar, Gladiator School. You can find out about that. But either way, so I'm surprised that there's no fight. No fight is broken out yet. Everybody's respecting my house. So that's cool, but there always has to be some sort of drama at the party, right? So everything's going smooth, and all of a sudden, people are like, nuts so, nuts so. Yeah, nuts so. Back in this, at this time, there was no DeVille yet. I was nuts so. Nuts so local to be exact. I was nuts so. The name of my quote unquote label, record label, my clique, was Nut House. Our motto was, we let our nuts hang. Remember that. Write it down. Take a picture. Look at me with your judgmental eyes. I don't care. That's what it was at the time. So they're like, nuts so, nuts so. Somebody's passed out in your yard. What hell you say? Somebody's passed out in your yard. And then somebody else is like, it's, I'm not going to say her name. But it was my ex passed out in my yard. So I'm like, this got to be a joke. So I go outside. I look. And yes, she's passed out. I don't know if she's passed out. But laying in the grass. She's laying in the grass in my front yard. So now I'm like, shit. If it was ever a time to panic, now is the time to panic. Because I don't know if we need to get an ambulance. I don't know what's going to happen. There's alcohol here. There's <laughs> I don't want the police to come here. We're underage. We're drinking alcohol. Unsupervised party. This is not the time or the place for that. So I go over and I start asking questions. You know, what happened? Has she been drinking? No. Great. She didn't come to my party and get drunk and pass out. Has she been smoking anything? No. Awesome. Like, what happened? Did anybody give her anything? No. So once I realized that you know, nothing has happened. Now, conspiracy theory. There are people that to this day, well, I'm not going to say to this day, because it's not like we sit around and talk about these old times like that. This is just stuff I share with you guys. But at that point, there were some people who were saying that this was an intricate plot to get Young DeVille Dia, a.k.a. Nutso Locos, attention at the party. Because like I said, I was running around with a badge on, right? So I'm trying to kind of play it low. I'm concerned. Because, you know, this was my ex boat. And I'm like, damn, I hope she's okay. But at the same time, I got the new junk running around. I can't show too much concern. Because then the new junk, I ain't even got to. You understand what I'm saying? So, make sure she's all right. And her friends are like, we're going to take her home. Cool. Bet. Awesome. Because one of her friends was a rider. She's a rider to this day. You know, she's, she's about that life, if you know what I mean. Always has been. And she's like, we're going to take her home because we don't need, you know, no police or no ambulances or nothing like that. We don't want to make your spot hot. Cool. So they pick her up. They get her together and, you know, they take her home. But the problem is that, you know, this was a neighborhood party. And so when they took her home, a lot of the young, young ladies left. It was okay, but it did thin the party out. On top of that, there was a second party going on a couple streets over. So this is really how the night started going or was going. My party would get stupid lit. It would be stupid lit. It would be banging for a minute. And then in the thin out. And everybody would go over to the other party. And then a little while later, my party would get stupid lit again. So people was just kind of bouncing 
back and forth from party to party. Dope. So, um, so liquor, the, the, it's one of those thin moments. Liquor starting to slow down. We started being stingy on liquor, one or the other. I really can't remember, but either way, somebody comes up with the idea. One of my young boys, he's like, let's go to the other party. And we look at each other as we stand there in our Winnie the Pooh pajamas uh, uh, boxes. Now, just for the record, before y'all try to think we was on something sus, we did have on boxers under the boxes. If you remember, if you're from the 90s, you remember when they made those boxes, the oversized boxes, and they had like pockets. My, the, the Winnie the Pooh boxes, they had pockets on them. And we had the socks to match. Now, I also had a pair of Tommy Hilfiger boxes that had pockets on it. They were basically shorts designed to look like boxers. But either way, we got these dope-ass outfits. And we're not trying to, you know, let that die. Not enough people are seeing these dope-ass outfits on party night. So, we grabbed the rest of the booze. We jumped into my own boy Chi-Chi's whip. He had the Pontiac 6000 jump. We jump in the whip. Skirt. He skirt the hell out. Round the corner, pull up to the next party, turn up at the next party, next party's lit, night ends, everything's smooth, we got away with it, awesome, excuse me, next day, the homie, I think everybody, everybody who was with me, well not everybody, a lot of people that was with me ended up back in my house and stayed there because like I said, my mom was gone, that was like the hangout when my mom would be out of town, so the partners come back over Everybody hangs out. We chill. Next day, we put the house back together. We clean it up. And then, I think like that Monday or Tuesday, mom comes back. Mom comes back. She has no idea nothing happened. Everything's smooth. Everything's back where it needs to be. Go back to school. Vibing at school. Everybody's, oh, man, your party was fire. Oh, man, your party was dope. Yada, yada, yada. Bless. So, I go home. And I'm at home, I'm just doing my thing, because, like, my mom worked uh, 3 p.m. to midnight, so I drove that day, I drove that day, she used to still let me drive a little bit, I may have had my license at this point, not 100% sure, but either way, I drove on this particular day, and I went home, or I might have rode with Chi-Chi, irrelevant, either way, I go to school, I get home, and my mom's still there. That's how I know that I was in a car, because if I had to rode the bus, I wouldn't have beat my mom home. I mean, I wouldn't have got home before my mom left. So either I drove or I rode with Chi-Chi. But either way, I get home, you know what I mean? And I get home, I'm chilling, probably looking for something to eat. And then my mom says, uh, um, I heard, your, par I heard your, your party was dope. <laughs> I'm, what? I heard your party was off the chain. <laughs> hell you say mom so I'm thinking in my head and I got the little clock going doom 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 because I'm trying to think of what to say number one she gave no indication and I have no idea how long she came back the day before she didn't mention anything about the party so I'm like, I might have been like two days in, maybe three days in, with having nothing being said about this party. Now, all of a sudden, she brings it up. And I don't know how she knows, but I know that she knows because this isn't just 
or random things she was going to pull out there. Like I said, my mom goes out, was going out of town pretty frequently. And then at the time, my sister was living in New Mexico. So it wasn't odd for my mom to be in New Mexico with my sister or for her to be going on one of these junior trips and me to be home alone. And she's never accused me of having a party. So I know the jig is up. I know this, uh, that she knows what was going on. But um, I'm trying to figure out, do I lie? Do I tell the truth? So the only thing that I can think of to say is, uh, how do you know about that? Yeah, <laughs> that was all I had. How do you know about that? Oh, Lord. So what had happened was there was a young lady from my old neighborhood that I lived, used to live in because we had moved to another neighborhood. We used to live on the north side. We moved to the east side. So now I live on the east side. There was a young lady from the north side. One of my, one of the older guys in the neighborhood, um, little sister, had, somebody gave her a flyer at school. Somebody gave her a flyer or she saw the flyer. I don't know. But either way, she found out about the party. And she had went and asked her mom if she could come to my party. Now, here's the kicker. My mom and her mom both worked at Levi's Strauss Company. Now, her mom worked the day shift, the morning shift. And my mom worked the three to midnight shift. So, the reason why I had gotten away for so long was the fact that they weren't bumping. They hadn't bumped into each other yet. But as soon as they saw each other, her mom decided to inform my mom or asked my mom about me having this party during the time that she was out of town and no she didn't let her come to the party because she knew my mom was out of town the whole time but she just held it because that her and my mom wasn't i guess friends close so i guess maybe she didn't know how to contact her or whatever but either way she when she seen my mom she asked my mom about the party because she was like I know she's not letting him have a party while she's out of town. Either way, DeVille got busted. I didn't get in trouble, though, surprisingly. I was I didn't get grounded, none of that type of stuff. My mom was cool about it, and I think the reason why she was cool about it was the fact of um, the fact of that, like, the house was still together. Nothing got broken, nothing got messed up, nothing got stolen. It's just the fact that I did something without asking for permission to do it. Well, so either way, I count that as a win. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts about the VLDI, the podcast, growing up the VLDI. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Make sure that y'all come back. Um, uh, uh, when when am I going to do my next show? Monday. Come back Monday. Got a couple of interviews lined up, too. You know, the interviews come out on Wednesday. And then Friday, we're going to have that another episode of Growing Up the VLDI. Already got the story in mind. Um, Yeah, so I'm out of here. Peace.